This is a tale of a meeting of two lonesome, skinny, fairly old white men on a planet which was dying fast. One of them was a science fiction writer named Kilgore Trout. He was a nobody at the time, and he supposed his life was over. He was mistaken. As a consequence of the meeting, he became one of the most beloved and respected human beings in history. The man he met was an automobile dealer, a Pontiac dealer named Duane Hoover. Duane Hoover was on the brink of going insane. Listen, Trout and Hoover were citizens of the United States of America, a country which was called America for short. This was their national anthem, which was pure balderdash, like so much they were expected to take seriously. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming, and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say, does that star-spangled banner yet wave, or the land of the free and the home of the brave? There were one quadrillion nations in the universe, but the nation Dwayne Hoover and Kilgore Trout belonged to was the only one with a national anthem, which was gibberish sprinkled with question marks. Here is what their flag looked like. And here is a drawing of the American flag, the Stars and Stripes. It was the law of their nation, a law no other nation on the planet had about its flag, which said this, The flag shall not be dipped to any person or thing. Flag dipping was a form of friendly and respectful salute, which consisted of bringing the flag on a stick closer to the ground, then raising it up again. The motto of Duane Hoover's and Kilgore Trout's nation was this, which meant in a language nobody spoke anymore, out of many, one, e pluribus unum. The undippable flag was a beauty, and the anthem and the vacant motto might not have mattered much if it weren't for this. A lot of citizens were so ignored and cheated and insulted that they thought they might be in the wrong country or even on the wrong planet that some terrible mistake had been made. It might have comforted them some if their anthem and their motto had mentioned fairness or brotherhood or hope or happiness had somehow welcomed them to the society and its real estate. If they studied their paper money for clues as to what their country was all about, they found, among a lot of other baroque trash, a picture of a truncated pyramid with a radiant eye on top of it like this. And indeed, there is a picture of a truncated pyramid with a radiant eye on top of it, as is featured on our dollar bill. Not even the President of the United States knew what that was all about. It was as though the country were saying to its citizens, in nonsense is strength. A lot of the nonsense was the innocent result of playfulness on the part of the founding fathers of the nation of Duane Hoover and Kilgore Trout. The founders were aristocrats, and they wished to show off their useless education, which consisted of the study of hocus-pocus from ancient times. They were bum poets as well. 
But some of the nonsense was evil, since it concealed great crimes. For example, teachers of children in the United States of America wrote this date on blackboards again and again and asked the children to memorize it with pride and joy. And here are the numbers 1492-1492. The teachers told the children that this was when their continent was discovered by human beings. Actually, millions of human beings were already living full and imaginative lives on the continent in 1492. This was simply the year in which sea pirates began to cheat and rob and kill them. <laughs> 